welcome to where the furniture isn't always the best, but the views, they are amazing. Welcome ladies and gentlemen to the 13th floor where the furniture isn't always the best, but the views are amazing. Episode 209 today, I want to welcome you all and thank you for tuning in with us each and every week or each and every episode. Uh, if it's your first episode, you are now privy to spend some time with, uh, I think, Carol, You last episode, you used the word manifestation, uh, the manifestation of the, the myth of what the Black male is. Uh, we have six, rep- uh, six. <laughs> five represent- <laughs> represent- representations on the podcast tonight, man. We got the whole gang. Art throwing me off a little bit. Y'all can't see it because a lot of good work going on in the background of production. Uh, production going on right here is going to be amazing but yeah man five representations of the black male five different perspectives we offer you that each and every week um whether it's our home life work life finding balance financials anything in between man but just that real talk from five guys and a guest every now and again to let you know how we feel and you know how things are going on in the world are impacting us um but that's enough from me. I know I've been missing and I apologize for the last couple of weeks, but the fella's been holding me down. So I appreciate that. But time to get them in here. I'm going with Coach K first, man. What's happening? What's good, man? Welcome back. You know, glad you could um, be here on what is going to be probably our, our last episode of this year. So glad everybody could be here. Absolutely, absolutely. BJ, what's happening down bottom, man? All good, baby. Here, getting ready, wrap up everything for the holiday season. Just glad to get some time to myself and the family, man. Absolutely, absolutely. Art, what's going on, man? You missed the holiday season. Normally, I'm I'm, I'm surprised. I would, I kind of expect you to come on with your you know Christmas hat, you know, <laughs> ugly sweater, and everything. This your time. This your time. It is. I got them all. Um, they are in the closet. I wore them for a couple of holiday parties. Um, but it is. This is the good time. I'm about to start uh, wrapping some gifts a couple of days, and then uh, let me check to make sure they're not around. We're getting ready for uh, a forced belief, belief in Santa Claus and doing that whole thing. So excited, excited. Next three days or four days is going to be awesome. Got you, got you. And last but certainly not least, Mr. Freshito. Fresh, what you got going on, man? Man, just another beautiful day in Zamunda out here doing what we're doing around the fresh. Ain't nothing changed. Ain't been around as much as I should be, but we still spreading this freshivation like a fresh uh you know uh um what i want to say bottle of uh mad harvest juice y'all go check us out madharvest.com that's three a's triple a quality baby always be closing there it is there it is we're gonna stay right there with you fresh to get the podcast kicked off man we're going with you to get the preservation for this week go ahead and give us that good brief positivity to start the show you know this preservation is always dripping um excuse me what we got today um so don't start your day with the broken pieces of yesterday every morning we wake up is the first day of the rest of our lives stop allowing the things that have happened yesterday last week last month last year whatever understand every day that we wake up is a new opportunity i know we are right in the time of new year 
new um things new beginnings but don't just think that it has to start at the new year every day is a gift it is a present to you to go ahead and execute and be excellent and that's preservation for this week and the year make it happen let's go there it is there it is uh before we get too far off into the podcast man i know uh it, we're gonna be covering a lot of things but we in the christmas spirit right now and it's a couple of things that we talked about in episode 208 that I want to kind of get back into, get my input on, uh, but continue that conversation. But since it is the Christmas spirit, man, I want to get you guys in. Uh, I want to know how y'all are feeling coming into the Christmas or the holiday season, you know, Kwanzaa, Hanukkah, whatever we celebrating out there. Um, but how are you feeling going into that? And the reason I ask that because today uh, and kind of the last couple of days, I just started feeling this, this drainedness. I'll say, you know, like, I don't know if it's the weight of the year just starting to come to the head. Maybe it's you know that senioritis, quote unquote, where, you know, it's end of the year and you just kind of in fallback mode and just trying to chill out and get to, and get to the finish line the best you can. But just kind of feeling like out of it a little bit in the midst of, you know, everything that's going on. So just trying to get you guys and your perspective. How y'all feeling going into this, uh, this, this holiday season or end of the year season? It's been a whirlwind for me. Um, again, trying to wrap up everything for the for the work week, right? Work life, right? Um, the organization I'm a part of they shut down for the last two weeks. So really, last Friday was like all calendars off, all meetings canceled. So don't work. Um, and wrapping up that whirlwind and the wait for the wait to make sure you close out the year, right? Um, but at the same time, it's like again, looking forward to just spending time with family and just not really taking everything for granted, man. Like there's a lot of things going on. Um, as you all know, right now, this next variant of COVID is, is running rampant all over the place. Um, it's hit closer to home this time than it ever has in the past almost two years uh, with all our family and my wife's family. So it's just trying to take care of people and just, again, give everybody their roses while they're around, man. Looking out for people, um, it's that season where you just, just look out for people, let people know you're thinking about them. It don't have to be a Merry Christmas or present, just let them know you're thinking about them, man. So just trying to take advantage of all that time that I do have, I cannot dedicate to work, just let people know I appreciate them. So for me, that's that's where I'm at, man. It's Christmas time and how it's Queens. I'm not just that's my favorite song of the holidays. Between that and Curse Blow, both of those songs are on that. But uh this time of year, Christmas, yo, um, I, I listen, everything BJ said is super important because there's a lot of stuff going on with COVID around there and people are coming in and, and it's, it's getting crazy. Um, but for those who have the ability um, to get with their family, do things, I said it about two weeks ago. I think I said it again last week. Um, you forgot somebody on your list. I know you did. It's just gonna happen. You're gonna get down there, you're gonna look at your list and be like, oh man, I forgot so-and-so. Do not break your bank to do that. Your presence is a gift. Being there this time of year is just as much as being there and bringing a gift that somebody's gonna to wanna to toss them away or giving it to somebody else and a re-gift or a white elephant party. So please make yourself fun and make it about you. Enjoy yourself and enjoy the family and time. Um, Christmas time all over the world any heartbreak you say any heartbreak 
I sure did. Because that's, 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 that's their song, New Edition. Can't even talk. I'm so excited. Nice. <laughs> See, I bring joy. This is that, for those who are listening, this is that other personality, that fifth one that kind of just gives that fun, you know, fun life, fun stuff. Yeah, I, I wish I could just bottle it up and just take a shot of it. You know what I'm saying? Just to get me through the next, like, eight days. Uh, <laughs> Yo, but, but you know what, Brett? You, you bring up a good point. And I like where BJ's going, I like where Faison's going, but I think the overarching feeling is that we didn't think we'd still be dealing with COVID at this point in time. Like we thought that things would be dwindling away and we'd be able to enjoy time with family for the first time. You know, the way things were going, you felt like, okay, good. You know, these holidays, the numbers have been low. You haven't been hearing that much. It's finally that time where we can all get together and love each other and just have a good time. And then here it is, boom, you know, new variant, um, you know, early gift from wherever it came from. And now numbers are going back up. Uh, I think, uh, where was it? In DC, they were testing like 2000 people a day, like three weeks ago. Now they're up to 7,000 people a day. Now, is that because of travel or just people are going to get tested they're unsure no that's because the yes. the testing is is like people are getting sick and like going and getting more more people are going and getting tested because of not feeling right and people close to them being positive in that nature and the, the the tricky part is that again this this variant is not even showing the same symptoms before like people are walking around that are, that were fully vaccinated um, testing positive and showing no symptoms. That's what happened to our family. Like that, that's really happened close to home. And it's like, I, we passed by going out, finished a couple of things today. The, there's an urgent care, literally. I've never seen a line outside of urgent care. Like, I don't know if they were just testing or what, but literally the line was like, are they giving stuff, is somebody giving something away over here? Like that's, this time of year, you only see the lines like that then, like literally. The line was down the side of the building. Like people, it seemed like they either getting tested or to get checked out. And that was scary sight to see. So I, couldn't, I didn't even think it was the ER, the urgent care until I looked at the building like, no, yo, that they're not in line for the store. They're going to the urgent care. Right. I, I mean, hmm. there's people down in South Florida that, you know, they're trying to get tested and they can't even, appointments are days out. That's crazy. You know what I mean? Uh, there was a... Um, there was a flight that left South Florida and went to Israel or something like that. And they tested the folks coming off the plane. And it was like, oh, almost the majority of the people. And of course, this is, you know, in media. So who knows if it's actually true, but right. allegedly mm -hmm. Israel shut their borders to the United States again. That's true. Um, so there's just a lot going on, man. I think people were really hoping to be past this. And now we're really looking at, we're going to be doing Christmas on Zoom and you know stuff all over again hey it is uh we are about to roll into year three but i i definitely know going back and listening to some of our podcasts when this first started happening and was rolling out we, we discussed how we, we are never going to be the same this is you know a huge difference in everyone's life and in everyone's way of living even just looking at um how it affects kids with school like it's 
the trickle down of this is the the ripple effect is is insane insane yeah i was just talking about it before the um before we got on man they got 30 cases in like two days in the school and before they were at least sending you an email telling you okay there was a case and you know if your child was in close contact we'll contact you directly they're not even doing that anymore they just posting it on the county website the school's county website or whatever so you got to check that regularly to know what's going on and then we just get an email that i saw we got the email yesterday evening i saw it this evening from the principal talking about between monday and tuesday it's 30 students and or staff and so you know they trying to get you to take the precautions and everything but i know pg county they went all virtual for the last week um to week and a half i think and so it might be coming back coming uh depending on how they uh you know handle this break because they don't break on thursday but earlier in the year they had to shut everything down sanitize the school put in the filters and do all of this other stuff um and they were doing fine up until i guess omicron became a thing and now we just right back through the roof so no telling ain't no telling and and here's the interesting spot that you get into if schools decide, yeah, we're all going virtual again. Well, companies haven't decided that yet. Right. So you're going to put people, <laughs> you're going to put people in some interesting situations. Yes. For yep. those that have had mm-hmm. to go back into work. Mm-hmm. Luckily enough, I don't have to fall this, into this that. This is but... by design, by design, things about to get real tricky. And, and that is exactly what's about to happen is because schools are about to have to start uh, making those decisions and doing that again, especially with, I don't know how many um, of y'all children have gotten vaccinated. Are they offering that in y'all schools? Not yet. I mean, they're offering it down here in Georgia, but um, it's not available in the area. But, but yeah, all- I mean, we did, is- we did before they, the, the week they went back to school, they got their second dose um, okay. in middle school and high school. But here in Broward County, the week after Thanksgiving, go figure, when everything was starting to, to come out, everything, that was when they took the mask mandate out, so masks were optional. <laughs> and then boom. Yeah, the kids I, I didn't know that was a case in Florida. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. It's not even when you leave your house. Oh, it's yeah. It's oh, yeah. when they get to school, so. I was like, what the hell is this? It's like, we don't oh, wear yeah. masks anymore. Like, what? Yep. Especially, yeah, yeah man. You know, and down it's, here. It's a choice. You can send them with, but you're not as a parent. You're not with your kid all day, so you you talk to them and have a question about it. But you go on what they they say. But yeah, the, I mean, the thing you know about how it is. January first was a, what Kate was saying. Like a lot of those companies were, from what I heard, a lot of companies were saying the comeback to office was starting January second, whatever that first Monday is. Yeah. Um, so again, with the switch, my biggest thing now is if the schools are going to do it, they need to pull that trigger now so people can prepare because people are traveling, people are getting with family members all over Christmas break. Right. And the way this thing is spreading, like, it's like, not like any other one. So your best bet, if you're gonna do it, pull that trigger now, the beginning of next week, so people have time to prepare. Um, Cause this is gonna get messy really, really quick. Well, and then here's the other situation. The other thing mm-hmm. is, so one, we know inflation is crazy right now. The other thing is the stay for the mandate for companies with, what is it, is it over 100 people? 
Yeah. I think it's over a hundred. Either one, a hundred, five hundred, whichever one it is. Uh, it could even be a thousand, whatever. Um, but uh, you know, a, a court has removed that stay. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Yep. So as of right now, that may could actually go into effect, and I think that's supposed to happen in January too, right? So the court removed the private sector mandate, so like the private sector can only government, uh, only government up, now. Up to, mm-hmm. So up to 100 employees, they can mandate. I think it was like through OSHA or something that you had the vaccine, right? Yep. Or but or, or you will have to. I know what originally was that you had to test every week. Right. So either or, and then they plan with who foots the bill for the testing. Correct. Yeah. And then for the federal, you have it where it's held up in court, whether it's constitutional to mandate the vaccine is the last thing I, I, I thought I heard. I mean, listen, you're, you work for the government and the government is asking you to have the, the vaccine and so forth. I, it makes common sense, especially if you're in public space and you're a police officer, you're in hospitals, you're aware it, you're the, you're at risk that majority of the time. And yes, there was a back and forth of, you know, well, am I at risk the vaccine doing something to me or this process for you? Um, but at the end of the day, you know, there are things you've gotten that you got to get in, the, in those roles. If you don't want to do that right process, then go for a different amount of work, kind of private security guard or something. The hospital workers, I think, is interesting because when the pandemic first started, there was no vaccine. And we were all in there catching it, giving it to each other, helping the world, <laughs> helping save the world and recovering at the same time. So it's it's kind of odd to me that you would require those people to get it when they probably have already had it or have been exposed to it an uber amount of time and have either recovered or not shown symptoms. So they have like the bomb immune system. Yeah. I think that's kind of interesting. No, yeah. Yeah, it's all interesting. And I think it's the backdrop of what you're feeling, what a lot of people are feeling. Um, And then there's just the, hey, man, y'all said this shot was going to work. This was all I needed to do. (laughs) Yo, okay, got another one, though. Hold that. Hold that thought, because on the actual vaccination cards, there is five spots on that card. It was designed... For more than more than just two spots. That's it. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Mean, uh, yeah, they had no clue. They didn't. Yeah, and I mean, it, it, they definitely made the space for just in case. <laughs> but then, there might be a, 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 a one size fits all shot coming. You gotta be on. Yeah, that's what the that. U.S. Army allegedly got that uh that new um shot that's supposed to be able to. Totally clear. It's like a shot for um, chicken pox. Supposed to take out all variant strains, uh, you know, past, present, and future. That new shot. That's the one I'm I'm wary of. The U.S. government carrying that one. Right. Even though I'm 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 skeptical of <laughs> Pfizer and these other companies from past Johnson Johnson from past institutions. But you tell me the the government and the army's rolling out. Well, and they said they started working on it. Same time early at the same time when it first hit, but they were just like, yeah. oh, we're just gonna keep working, we're not gonna put out something fast. So yeah, I'm I don't know. I and mean, you know, Moderna has that same advantage. 
so I don't know if y'all been, well, I don't know if y'all been following it, but Moderna's vaccine has, in some instances, shown to, like, their antibody response lasts longer than Pfizer's. Yeah. Um, and they came in after Pfizer, so they have a little bit of an advantage in that regard. So if the military, you know. Well, I think, though, the military said that their, their focus was on something that would go through all strains. It wasn't just about the present strain, that their main focus was on something that they knew could carry through everything and wasn't just focused on trying to figure out something quick that could help with what was going on right now. Look, Cameo. What's up, Mark? I'm D. Say hi now when you're here. Hey. What's up, homie? What's happening? And say everything we just said is our opinion, not fact, do your own research. Me? No, say everything we just said is opinion, not fact. Say it. No! <laughs> All right. Well, everything no. you just said is not opinion, the fact, do your own research. No one's trying to get sued or demonetized. Why, Daddy? <laughs> hey, hey, All right, let me know if Namdi's uh, left the room because I, I did want to come back to a comment uh, that you had made. So um, just to move away from the COVID conversation a little bit and bring it back to, you know, some of the uh, the Christmas time, how y'all handling this year's uh, Christmas shopping? Are you going all in, all out for the kids or whatever? <laughs> he got a quick answer from BJ. Like, uh, uh, but he, 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 he's he older, a little he, bit different. He's got grown-ups. I'm in a different box. <laughs> I, I went through all that already. So I'm going to let Kay and Art, and, and you just, I'm, I'm in a different spot, and I'll tell you why later on. Uh, the yeah. answer is um, this year, last year was like the year of, you know, 30 boxes, go hard, go crazy. This year, um, I can say I didn't go hard, but I narrowed it down from their list. So I made them narrow down like their 25 lists to five per person. And I started planning early. So everything's in the, down in the basement, ready to go all there. Um, but they got one big gift that I bought. It's more of a gift for me than them, but they're going to enjoy it. Um, it's it's a, uh, I went to Disneyland in California and went to the Avengers, Avengers um, land, whatever you want to call it. And um, they had a special Spider-Man, um, like remote control spider that actually like crawls sideways up and down, can do flips, almost, almost climb on walls. So I got that for them. They won't know how to use it fully yet, but hopefully over time, they'll grow to use that and that'll be the gift that I'll see them use. So that's the big gift for both of them. Um, but other than that, just gifts from everybody else and pass along. There's this Amazon boxes all over the near the tree, near the front door, just stacked up, ready to go. So um, yeah, it's gonna be a good year for them. Good year. Um, I don't think this year is gonna be as big for Asher as it was last year. He's only really asked for one thing and you know, the part that's getting me is that he's hardcore under the belief that Santa's bringing it, which y'all know my stance on that. Like, <laughs> yeah, don't, don't what is your response? That's the question. What's the response? <laughs> I just shake my head and say, okay. Well, <laughs> hopefully he got your request. Did you write a letter? No. Well, how does he know? Oh, I just said, Santa, I want you to bring, but okay. Was this on the phone? Like, where was it? I said, well, all right, well, good luck, man. So, Put it out in the universe. But here goes this dude. <laughs> this dude is so slick that he says, Daddy, if Santa didn't get my message and he doesn't bring this thing from Ryan's world, they sell it on Amazon. 
<laughs> Ow. <laughs> Way to go, Ashley. Cover your bets, man. Cover all bases. Covering That's all the up. bases, man. I'm just like, get out of here, man. That's interesting. You know, Nia's all into, like, Christmas and everything. So, you know, since probably she's about eight or nine years old, um, the shift or the focus has been less on gift getting and more on giving. Awesome. So she always she always gets like her gift giving list out of the way so that she can then make her, you know, wish list on Amazon or whatnot. So she had like this crazy wish list on Amazon. Um, but she always does. Kellen, on the other hand, he only wants a couple of big ticket things. He wants a PC so he can game on the this neon sign for his room. And one of those um, night lights, but it like turns the room into like a galaxy or something like oh, that. So cool. it's like a hologram all over the room. So he's fairly easy or whatnot. So we were able to, you know, get him a good mix. But for us this year, we focus on a lot more on like experiences. So we're trying to do things like ice skating, um, the light shows um, at the in the neighborhoods. But then there's like I know there's one in like Pembroke Pines we used to go to when we were down there where you just kind of drive through and all the lights um, and then trying to do the uh, Enchanted Christmas or whatever it's called at this point at the uh, the Gaylord down in um, the National Harbor. Oh, nice. So getting them to, you know, spend more time together because they already got everything. And last year we like, you know, did everything from the VR sets to gaming chairs and switches and all this other stuff. So it's like, y'all made out like bandits last year. So we're going to bring it, you know, reel it in and, you know, add some uh, some other family-oriented stuff. And then with Sonny, it's been his first Christmas. You know, we just interested in seeing what he goes for more of the wrapping paper or the actual stuff inside the box. <laughs> nope. The box. Boxes. The box. By itself. You can get it in the box. Paper. Just, <laughs> box and paper, you know, going to be all in the paper. And it's going to be whatever the shiniest, most. Right. Exactly. In it. Oh, you mentioned, you mentioned, um lights and going down to the Gaylord. Well, your boy placed second place, um, unfortunately second place, but second place <laughs> in his neighborhood light uh, competition. So I'm excited Clark, about that. Clark Griswold in the making, baby. Right. Exactly. So last you, year, um, you took pictures, video, I'm about to say? I was going to say, can we get some footage? Yeah, I'll, yeah, I'll see some video, but I'll see some. But last year, I got an honorable mention, and I was terribly upset about that. So I said, this year, I want to do this. Um, but so I got my, I know who won this year. I sent the email out uh, maybe around 8 o'clock Eastern time. So I now know who won. So now I'm going to go over to that house, see what they did to make sure that 2022 is upped. And like Ricky Bobby said, you ain't first, you last. Hey, if you really want to step your game up, you need to have them lights synchronized to your favorite song. And had I that saw that. Da, 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 da. Right, exactly. But that's gonna be that's a that's a yeah. I think that's that's an engineering project. I gotta call up my uh, <laughs> some people for that one. You you got some frat brothers that can't be out with it. Right, exactly. <laughs> Meanwhile, okay, how are your lights doing? I'm a what doing? How's your lights? All the bulbs in the house work. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Then I, I switched the LEDs once we moved here, so we are fine. Right. Years, years, yeah. years to come. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm not worried about no switch yeah. out. Oh, like, there might be two bulbs in, in a bathroom that are out. That's about it, though. <laughs> oh, man. 
Yeah, that's hilarious. Hey, man, so I want to back it up a little bit from uh, some of the talking points you guys had in the last couple of episodes, man, Um, especially going into the end of the year um, and some things people might want to focus on, um, especially if you're one of those that's looking to change things from 21 going into 22 or build momentum or more maximum, depending on what train of thought you come from. Um, But one thing, uh, Art, you pointed it out or called it out, I think it was in your corner. Um, And it was about the dangling of the carrot. And I think that a lot of us experience this um, in one way or another, whether it be professionally, whether it be personally. And I think navigating that is very tricky at times because you have to weigh a lot, you know, your family, the cost benefit analysis, you know, all of those things that go into it. And so I, if we could share, you know, some of our experience with that, you know, not getting into great detail, but how we kind of manage that um, so that we can give the tips to our listeners who may be experiencing that going into the next year. Well, I can start because I just, I just had this conversation um, with a cohort today um, talking about the dangling carrot and what the next step was. So, Example we used was, you know, when you're going in to talk to your supervisor or boss or whatever you like to call that person, um, you got to go in there with a plan of action as like, what is your plan for me? And you're asking that question because you want to see where their mindset is, but you already know what you want to do. And you already know your plan of action, but you want to see if your plan and their plan are in sync. If it's not in sync, then you got to help them direct and say, oh, well, that's great. You have that. I'm more interested in doing this. And I, I understand that you have that plan that I you know I work with this department for the next couple of months, but that department is not going to get me to where I go. Can I then shift to here instead? Um, and by ha- asking those questions, doesn't mean you're not being supportive, not being a team player. You're seeing the roundabouts get where you need to go. And that says, can you help me get here instead of going this way. Um, and we can both work together and collaborate. And that's the challenge. And that's what I'm seeing that a lot of um, cohorts and people in the same mindset are not asking. They're just following along and saying, well, this is the plan of action. If I do these things, I should get this. But no one talks about the next step isn't there unless somebody dies or quits. So if you're going down this path, all you're doing is following the same train, got the person ahead of you there but they don't know where they can't move any form forward because you are behind them. So they're dangling that you can grow and develop, but you can't develop over them because they're first in line to get the next spot. So how do you diverge that plan? Say, yeah, I understand you. I want your support and leadership, um, but I also see opportunity in that right corner that I need to jump to. I need you to help me get there and I can come back and help you on the back end at the same role you're at later on. And so if I'm hearing that correctly, man, it's, it's really about kind of taking ownership of, you know, your situation and aligning it to meet the, the goals of the company and everything, but owning it so that you can kind of lead that path, not necessarily being led um, in a way, especially if it's not the particular way or position that you want to get into. 100%. 100%. You have to. The company, you, just, you are an employee, you'll be an employee until the employee is an employee and you will follow that, that pipeline. If you want to move forward, you got to take initiative, do those things. Shine, do your best, but at the end of the day, you are still an employee 
under the bridge of the umbrella already set in front of you. And definitely make sure to take those steps, right? Like to to work on execution. Don't just be about talking. Mm -hmm. Don't, you know, in having that plan, make sure you are taking those steps towards that plan, you know, in making active progress and in, in keeping things in motion. A lot of people get um, scared and stagnant and do not allow themselves to like, it's okay to to not reach the, uh, uh, you know, necessarily the goal. I don't like to talk about failure or to, you know, not, but, you know, to not reach what you thought you were going to reach, but to learn that lesson and keep striving forward. Stop getting um, so caught up in the the thought of potential failure or not getting um, what you think that you want, want to get and understand you're always moving towards what you deserve. So many of us don't, and I'll, I'll let Kay drop some cool knowledge in a second, but so many of us, and I say us as in Brown, people accept what's there well they gave me this path and they care they said that I'll, I'll be there in, in in two years i'm gonna be in this path pathway but you're seeing joe schmo on the right hand side jumping in getting new hire moving up you're seeing this but you know you're always oh good job you do such a great job we appreciate you what you do cool that's great appreciate me and next level not where i am um i can do much more and, and we can't just keep accepting what's given to us. We need to again negotiate, we need to move forward and plan for our own development. Even if it's outside of the company, you do your own development, come back in and say, now I have this. If you don't want this, company A, B, or C is taking it from me. It didn't want this from me now, so we're gonna go over there instead. Um, and that fear sometimes helped move you much faster in your company because they say they don't want to lose a good talent, especially now, losing the talent, they're gonna to want to say, all right, well, let's see what we can do. See how we move around before you go ahead and go out there. Also, stop making assumptions. Stop assuming and being scared that, oh, well, I'm, I don't have necessarily what it is to be where I think I want to be and all that. You don't know until you ask and you find out and engage and, and, and you know, make that real effort. Stop allowing yourself to assume yourself into nothing and, and not doing anything because you just assume that you don't have whatever it may be, credentials, experience, whatever it is go for it you never know until you know so i just realized you were talking about christmas lights that's what you asked me about no, i'm just joking um <laughs> so the light bulb yeah the, the, the light came on um it was on a timer so <laughs> i think the thing is we we're still a lot of us are working on an antiquated system. And on or in? We're working on, we're working off of an antiquated system. The people we work for know <laughs> that there is a new way and they're just hoping that we don't find out because we shouldn't be thinking in the mindset of a career happens in one place. A career may happen in one industry and you need to look at it more as opposed to you being an employee everybody needs to think of themselves as a consultant at this point yep. and you got a renewable one-year contract and if at the end of the year <laughs> what they promised in the original contract didn't come to or they don't have a good idea for what's going to happen at contract renewal then it's time to go see where my services might be needed. And this is coming from a guy that's been 19 years with the same company. I haven't been in the same role, 
Um, and that has kind of held me over, but I guarantee you, I won't make it to year 21. Message. Because that time is just, that, that time is just, you, you've had, at some point, you've had X amount of time to show a person that you appreciate them and that you value them at some point you can't just keep giving them that veteran minimum that that min, that veteran minimum contract you now have to go out and say okay well you know what you've done all this don't even worry about a title here is this in excess of what you should get because we know if we don't do that your value to somebody else we know so we don't take care of that make sure to know and always self-evaluate and reevaluate your worth we talked about this before which has led to people directly on this podcast you know making career shifts and changes and you know getting able to to get more towards uh their worth but it's something that i um cannot stress to people especially who are lifers in different careers you need to take the time to a get your resume together you need to take the time to go ahead and see what else is out there in your same field by way of what other people are making. You don't know until you see it doesn't mean that you have to go anywhere, but it does mean that you should be intelligent enough to make sure you're not selling yourself short. There could be people out there making double, triple, whatever, doing, you know, the same thing, if not less than what you're doing, but because you you've you've gotten to this place where you settle in, in what you're in what you're doing and you're being happy. I mean, look, there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. If that's what you want. <clears throat> However, I, there are many times that people find out a at a minimum, they could be uh, making a, a lot more, if not also doing a lot less that their value. Once you are at a company three to five years, your value outside of that company based on what you, you know, what you've been able to do and accomplish. A lot of times there's a lot more opportunity outside of the company than within, but you have to be able to self self evaluate um, a what are you looking for B, what is you know if there is a real synergy between your current. Uh, you know, position and company and, and you really feel there's a growth opportunity or if you feel that, you know, hey, they they do, you know, enjoy and, uh, uh, you know, like my presence, but to them, I'm still just a number. I'm still, you know what I mean? I'm, I'm just another good person in that slot that understand uh, and, and recognize where you sit at the table to be able to move accordingly. Understand there's no loyalty in these corporations don't get it twisted and, and fall into that fake um you know good old boy banter and, and believe that you really uh have that seat at the table that you don't because please believe when it gets cold and, and 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 they need to figure out you know how to make some energy they will throw you in that fire like log real quick and easy so i just want to i don't want us to send the wrong message right when we talk about value, it's not always monetary, right? You might take a pay cut and end up in a better situation than you were or that you currently are. Because when you go somewhere and you are actually seen and they, they listen to you and they see you and they recognize you for the things that you do and that you bring to the company and they encourage you 
to take time away and they encourage you to spend time with your family and they want to get to know your family. They want to know the things that are important to you. And they say, hey, I would like to invest in you far above and beyond just this company. Like the day that you, if you were to ever leave here, I want you to leave here better than you were when you came. And there's a certain value that's assessed to that. And I think people don't always think about it that way. They just look at that. Hey, what's the offer? Mm-hmm. I think right? the let me negotiate the offer, but yeah. the offer is mm-hmm. not the only thing you should negotiate. You need to negotiate that time and be able to set those, 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 um, those expectations that you have and set some boundaries as well for what you will be doing during your time. The last year, if anything, if I learned anything, it comes down to two words, know thyself. I think this has been summed up a lot here, but the way I think about it really is ultimately, what is your goal? There's some people out there that are driven by money, by titles, by everything, and there's nothing wrong with that, right? That's what drives people, that we're pushing people sometimes to get the job done. If that's what you're after, it goes back to, I believe, what Art was saying, what is that path that's tra- traditional or what is the path you can forge? If you can't meet that goal in that industry and you're going to kill yourself doing it, you may not be in the right place. But if you have the opportunity, the potential to, to climb that ladder, to, to meet those goals, to meet that financial thing, whatever that, that goal is for you, that's fine. If it's about the value you add, if it's about the impact you have, if it's about how many people you're going to influence, right? Those are different things through different questionings that you're going to have to pull out from interviewing, from ask from if you have a mentor in there, if you have somebody you can talk to about your growth plan or what's next for you. Um, and that's not always chasing that carrot, Brett, that you talked about. Like just because somebody dangles that carrot, that may not be the best thing for you. If you know that, yeah, financially it may be a better situation, but the number of hours you're going to have to put in then you're going to give up on the back end with family life. You're going to have to give out, um, I don't know, any other perk that may be benefit, beneficial to you. Like that, that stuff you need to evaluate. Um, getting out of the realm I was in for so long, I is open my doors up. Like, like companies really do value this stuff. Like these are the things that I never did work, never really experienced in the realm of the education in the field, the side of, in the field of education and the side of education I was on, right? But having these conversations now in the organization that I'm with is more like, oh, people really do like, okay, so what are your personal goals? What are you trying to do? Here's what it, and I had that conversation with one of my um, core leads when we were talking about my personal goals and everything like that. Like, look, the project I'm on, I'm cool. I know my job, nine to five, I clock in, I clock out. I know what to do. But ultimately, this is not what I want to do. This is not where I'm most, this is not where I'm, feeding from. So I, I had to have the conversation. And really, when I clock in in the morning, when I sit in my computer morning, I have my tasks to do's. I have meetings that I get new to do for, and I know what my end goal is. If this is what I'm going to be doing for the rest of my career here, then I'm not going to be here long. And I had that, just had that conversation. But that that took him to another level, say, so let's let's talk about what else you're interested in. Do we have that here? Or we do we have that path? If not, what else do we need to talk about? It actually felt good to have that conversation, but a year ago, I probably would not have been confident enough to have that conversation. Like, I need to make sure the paycheck is coming. I need to make sure that everything else is in line. Like, at this point in time, it's like, yeah, I got bills to pay, but I'm confident I can figure out a way to get it done, no matter what's going to happen. 
So let me not joke around about this job that I'm in um, if it's not satisfying to me. That's the yeah. biggest thing I think is understanding you are an adult and you have the right and like you can ask for the things that you want, know what you need, get make sure to ask and 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 get things that provide you comfort and and make it you know something just like BJ was saying where you want to do this for a long time and understand. Hey, look, just because you um started a career, a job, or whatever, you, you are not an indentured servant. You are not tied to nobody. Understand that you are always and forever a free agent so don't feel no sense of and and this even goes for when you are getting in business i just had to cut um someone who i thought was a friend totally off you know who i was doing business with that don't be afraid to um know and understand your worth and value and don't feel tied to thinking that oh just because you started something that means that you're an indentured service to that cause corporation movement whatever it is if you feel that things are not right or if your value is not being understood and in you know fully uh uh compensated for man th there is absolutely nothing wrong with moving on to the next thing learn from what you have uh you know what you have done but you always like i said push forward make sure to to keep on walking forward head up and let's go yeah, man, I'll say like one last thing and then move on to my last question so we can start uh, closing this out. But I think um, opportunity, uh, we said that a lot, that word came up a lot and, you know, with everybody, you know, it, everybody's response, but opportunity, just that being in the eye of the beholder and seeing the opportunity that exists everywhere, no matter the situation, I think that um, whether it's good or bad, like finding the opportunity and where you are, what, which way that's going to take you. So it's like, I think we started with know, know who you are, you know, know what you want, and then figuring out where the opportunity is so you don't find yourself just being led down the rabbit hole or led in, in, in a manner or a way that just doesn't suit you at, at the end of the day. What's your question? What you want for Christmas? That's the question? <laughs> Man, so the reason I ask that is because I don't know that we ever get asked that. I can't ever really be, like, I don't remember ever being asked that like year until maybe like the day before like Christmas. Like, oh, what do you want for Christmas or something like that? And so I don't know if you guys experienced that as well in your households, but I know we as men, we do a lot. We want to feel appreciated too. So if there was any opportunity, if it hadn't presented itself before today or just now, what is it you guys want for Christmas? I'm about to say that it really don't matter. I mean, especially here <laughs> after Christmas. So, uh, true story. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm. I'm such a. If there's things that I I really really want and that I'm willing to understand the the want versus need in my life, you know, I'm I'm pretty much gonna get things that I need. At, you know what I mean? Want or need as it goes. So by the time Christmas goes around, it's it's I'm appreciative of any thought or anything that comes my way but I definitely don't have like uh it's been a long time since I've really had like that that Christmas wish list or you know what I mean oh man I'm waiting until 
Yeah, I'm about to say I just I just want a happy household. I just want to make sure ain't no arguments, no BS going on, yelling, craziness. I like I just like, want I just you know, peace. That's, it. Like, that's you know. exactly that is that's the only thing I need in my stocking. Period. I just want to make sure there is no drama. <laughs> I yeah I don't. EJ said once to me, or no, she said it a couple years in a row that I am the hardest person to shop for because my impatience to wait for things that I want. Um, so with that being said, Brett, I um, I don't have, there really isn't anything that I want unless EJ can find some mysterious pop figure that I don't have yet that I haven't thought about. There's not really anything that I want. I went, I went to go out and get a new Pokemon game that I won't play probably for another two years because it's just busy. I got the new uh, Apollo Creed 2 video game for my GameCube, for my game um, Switch that I probably won't play for a while. Um, but yeah, there's really, you know what I do want? I, I want a Galaxy Fold. Galaxy Fold is great. That will be the thing that, that will be uh, awesome because my phone is great. Jeez, the tone well. of that message changed so <laughs> quick. That's because, because, now, because, right? because she's there, EJ. like she she's right there, so she she can hear him. She's somewhere. Sure that don't need nothing. You know everything's good. good. You know what? I can use a Galaxy phone. <laughs> Galaxy phone would be great. Why? Well, that's the that's the two minutes she walked out of the room. Watch. Right. <laughs> Maybe she listen to it. She well, this will drop after Christmas. Um, so we'll see if the Monday comes and we'll uh, you know see what it is. But listen, again, this year there probably isn't any big gifts going forward. But I, I think I've lost the luster for the want, and now enjoy the give. Um, mm-hmm. Being able to go through and like uh, for my goddaughters. Uh, they wanted some random stuff. And I'm like, no, no. What are you into? Um, and they're like, oh, we you know, I like anime or I like this. I'm like, okay, cool. No, I can use that and surprise you something you like. So now I went, went out and find the hardest thing to find other than Black Sands was to find Black anime. Um, so I found that, sent that over to them. Um, and then the, uh, my other goddaughter wanted, uh, is into like electronics and engineering. So I'm like, cool. Got her awesome set where she can build like a robot is going. I'm not giving you any more gift cards for Roblox. I've given you many, many times where I said, hey, turn this money for your birthday into a business on Roblox. And you've turned it into just buying skins. So I am no longer investing in your company. <laughs> you have to do your own. I'm not going to fall for the banana <laughs> in the tailpipe anymore, little girl. Now I want you, I want you to get to age now. Obviously, I have, those who are listening, I have one, two, three, four, five, six goddaughters. No godsons. Um, so there's six gifts, six, all ranging from age of 12 all the way down oh to two. So there's a bunch of gifts going out all kind of levels. At each level, when level gets a dollhouse, yeah, have fun, you get the cool things. And this level at the top is like, nah, like we're not playing this anymore. What are you doing with your life? Build something. <laughs> like get this, get this anime and make it something cool you can make your own character for. Like no longer like this, make this a business. I'm getting them in the mindset of that. So yeah, man. I just want you to know that, that ain't that that ain't God. God, God didn't do that to you. You got a whole God family. 
that's true. <laughs> I do. I that do. Whole God family that's bigger than I your do. actual family. Right. Exactly. <laughs> family. That's crazy. Oh man. Hey man. So all right, it's time. We got to come back to you, sir, for the corner, and then we're gonna wrap this thing up, man. Yeah, man. Listen. Uh, let me let me clean this up a little bit. Let me go ahead and clean that up. So my my big thing, and we talked about it earlier. Um, and I really want to dig deep into this is the fact that you want to have the ability to make the moves you want to move. So for instance, you want to leave the job. You want to use a one-year uh, consulting contract mindset. That takes you to be prepared for yourself mentally and financially. You, you're not going to just leave. You don't have the fear of I can't leave my job because I don't have the money to do so with it. And we've all you know, in our own lives, our own paths, our own mindsets. You think about that. If you don't have the money yet, now you're trying to find a job before you leave your job. But how great is it to say this job is not for me. I'm going to give my notice and I will find a job, but I'm good. The ability to have that power over yourself and over others makes your want to negotiate, your want to do more things, your want to develop much more stronger than you having to hop, to hop, to hop in order to get what you want because you don't have the backing or, or the you don't have the um, foundation put in place for yourself. Build a foundation while you're moving forward so that when you're ready to make those moves, those moves are not based upon your financial need, but what you want as a person and what you're looking for for your family and for your better mental, um, I can't think of the word, but for your mental thing, mental health. Thank you. All right. That's it. Woo, that was a hard one to get out. Uh, back to you, playboy. There it is. There it is. Uh, before I go to UK to give us the final closing word, I just want to remind everybody, you can get this podcast everywhere. Apple, iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, YouTube. Definitely watch, subscribe, like on the YouTube, uh, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, wherever podcasts are played, you can find the 13th Floor. Follow us at 13th Floor, please, on the social media, Instagram, Facebook. Stay connected with us. Leave us comments and let us know what you think. Coach K, you ready? I'm ready. There it is. So before I close it out, uh, we just want to thank everybody for another great year of listening and tuning into the 13th floor. And while we continue to grow, we know it wouldn't be possible without you all. And we appreciate those of you that, that send comments and let us know that you're listening. Uh, we want to appreciate more of you uh, that are actually listening, but don't let us know that you're listening. So please, you know, when we say drop a comment, we really mean it. Um, we do interact with people that leave comments. Um, definitely like on any platform that you're on. If you have the ability to like and follow, subscribe, uh, we encourage you to do so. We want more people to be able to tune in to uh, this greatness that we put out every week. And if, if it's not great to you, then definitely leave us a comment. Let us know how it can be great to you. And with that being said, we talked about a lot today, and I want you to think about your year. I want you to reflect on everything that you thought was going to happen. Remember, we were saying that, oh, 2021 is going to be the year. It's going to be even better than 2020. And we got thrown some more curveballs and 
more things happen. And despite all of that, um, a lot of you out there and, and, and us here on the podcast, we've all got some wins and we all grew and we're still here. And what I want you to think about is as you reflect on everything we've said in the podcast today and you start thinking about 2022, understand that the carrot does not come when you're looking for it the most. The carrot does not come at an opportune time. The carrot comes when you're least expecting it, when you're at your wit's end and you feel like, you know what, I can't take this. I'm about to bounce. Guess what? The people above you know that that's the situation that you're in. They know that that's the space that you're in and they just won't say anything to you about it. And behind closed doors, they have conversation that says, what are we going to do with X, Y, Z? You know, we need to do something. Otherwise, we might lose them. And then all of a sudden, a position gets created. A promotion comes. That raise that you were looking for comes. And you feel like, oh, well, okay, I think I'm good now. Maybe I can stay here. And as somebody that has gotten that so many times, I, I promise you, you need to plan and be prepared for your conversation and how you deal with that carrot, how you dice that carrot up. Because if it's not in line with what you want, and that's an important part, you got to know what it is you really want. Because a lot of times, even in that situation, that carrot comes along and we are still actually on the wrong end of the negotiation and we're settling for that little bit more that we got. And it's funny because Art said something last week um, and I wanna go back to it. And he said, this isn't all I am. That was something that he actually said to his boss. And there are so many of you out there and there's so many of us that this isn't all that we are. 2020, 2021 was not all that we are. We are so much more and we need to recognize that and act as if we know it because if you act like you are more than what you actually are and act to the level that you that you belong then guess what the universe is going to work for you god is going to go to work for you and put you into a better place and the place that you need to be where you will be appreciated and people will lift you up and say that you know what this person is this but you got to believe it before they do and you got to get people around you that will constantly remind you have a phenomenal new year. Um, and you know what? Don't get so caught up in the new year. Get caught up in the new opportunity. There it is, ladies and gentlemen. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas. Happy Kwanzaa. Happy Hanukkah. All of that. I uh, appreciate you all listening in with us here on the 13th floor where the furniture isn't always the best, but the views are amazing. 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 Oh, y'all.